What's good? What's good? What's good in the hood? Welcome back to another episode of the Good in the Hood podcast. I am, as always, your host, Juice. Join us with a special guest, man, Chicago's own, man, dope artist, dope talent, man, the homie Simba P. What's going on, buddy? What's up? What's up? How you feeling, brother? Hey, man, all good, man. Like I told you before we hit record, man, but this is to the music recently. I love what I'm hearing, man. Uh, very honored to have you on the show, man. Um, Tell me about yourself. How did you get started in the music, man? But before we get to that, what's the meaning of the name Simba P? Man, uh, so Simba uh, was a name that happened, well, that that was placed on to me as a child, really. Uh, one of my mom's uh, close friends, he, she she used to call me uh, Mufasa growing up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, at first, they were they was just like, well, nah, he ain't Mufasa until he graduated college. You know what I'm saying? That's Simba. So they, called, right. so they started calling me Simba. And... So you were simple before J. Cole even thought about that idea. It was before Cole was simple shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's, a, that's all. So you were simple before you even had the locks and shit then. That's even harder. Actually, no, I, I was simple because I was simple because I had the locks. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, okay. That, that's why she started calling me simple because my hair just looked like a lion's man. Uh, so you, you're the main you was a shorty. That's hard. That's hard, man. And uh, what got you into the music then? When, when did the, the name simple transition into the artist simple? Man, okay, so... Uh, I got it. I got to take I got to take you back. So uh, yeah, yeah. it all started like when I was 16, really, man. Uh, it, uh, my mentors, Mother Nature, found me uh, through this through uh, this thing that we did with schools. Actually, it was called uh, Echoes of Emmett, as in Emmett Till. They were leading Ooh. the uh, the uh, writing program, the uh, writing piece of it. So like the creative writer aspect and doing they were doing uh, spoken word uh, and, th- and things of that nature. So basically, they had helped me with a group piece for everybody and also helped me with my own personal piece. And then that was the first time I had ever like stepped on stage later on after that to do my own spoken word. So I got into spoken word after that, really because of them, not that I'm thinking about it. But yeah, that's <laughs> hard. That's how, you got a spoken word through that, through that, through that um, Echoes of Echoes of Image, you said it was called? Yeah, Echoes of Image. It was actually supposed to be a movie, apparently. It just never, it just never like, it just never like happened. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I gotta get some more information on it. But uh, through that, they were doing the miseducation of hip hop. Uh, shortly mm-hmm. after that, so they kind of, so they kind of put me on to what they were doing, and uh, what the and what the miseducation of hip hop is is basically they give the they give the youth the tools to be artists and the the uh, resources and they it's like a school. It's a hip hop school, you right. know what I'm So basically, they they put us through these workshops. Uh, put us in touch with some of the producers in the area, put us in touch with a lot of the creators within our own area, and uh, basically put us on to that, put us on to a whole new world. And from then on, Simba P was created ever man. since I was on this path of, of music, man. And that was just the beginning. So, to so how, how many years are we talking about now as you put in, uh, pen to paper? Say that, say that one more time. How many, how many years are we talking about if you put in pen to paper? Man, shit. Really, I've been like, Jotting thoughts down and things since probably since I was like eight, you know what I'm saying? That's all right. That's Me and all right. my cousins, man, we used to just 
uh, sit down and like grab journals and like, this was like when technology was first like hitting and shit. So like, uh, this is probably like the first time I ever seen like a webcam. We would like get, get on YouTube, find some beats, uh, grab our journals, we writing rhymes, <laughs> you know Sure. We would record it, ourselves on the camera type shit. It's, uh, and you don't mind me asking, how, how, how old are you now? How, how old are you? I'm 22. Oh, words, you, you definitely still young in the game. So, like, so like eight years, you've been doing this now for about what 14 years now. So, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty amazing, bro. So, and you started right. off, you started off as spoken word, basically, correct? I guess that's how you found the foundation to spoke, spoken word, yes, sir. Spoken word and poetry. So, like, so, what was what was your musical um influences as a kid, eight years old, putting pen and paper? Who are you listening to at this time that influenced you, man? When I, when I, it was, I, I didn't really like fall in love with music really for real until mm -hmm. like. It was probably like that Wayne era, man. Like when yeah. Wayne was high streak, it was it was oh seven. Hip hop grasped me. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I was always listening to hip hop. I was always right. listening to uh, the OGs and whatnot. Like my first ever like record I remember, like album I ever like remember listening to in full was Easy Does It by Easy E. Mm. Okay, all right, that's hard. Off my off my off off my pops iPod type of shit. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard. And, and, and you mentioned that Wayne era, and of course, that, that Wayne era, I'm sure, is, is, is impactful to everyone from your yeah. generation to mine. That, that, that era was special. Like, what what about that era resonated with you? And because I, I feel like that was the era for especially your generation that was like your golden era when Wayne was when Wayne was Wayne Drake coming up. Like, yeah. talk to and me about that era for you. That was really like the for me, that was like the emergence of all of the what we would say the top five niggas is right now. You know what I'm saying? I I'm get saying. my air quotation, you know what I'm saying? Because top five is different. Yeah. But yeah, yeah you know, for sure. Typically, when we have the conversations, the top five, the niggas that came up either during or after that Wayne era were considered that. Because soon after, you know, Kendrick came and all that other yeah. stuff. These are my inspirations. These are a lot of these. These are a lot of my inspirations as well. I mean, of course, you got, I mean, of course, I always look up to the OGs. I always know the history. And I, even now I'm still learning the history. And that's something that if you're in the game, you got to pride yourself on knowing the game and getting to know the industry that you're in, man. How about as far as Chicago influences? Anybody from Chicago, um, R&B, hip hop artists that influence your sound? I mean, I always grew up with, uh, I always grew up with Common, with Common around, you know what I'm saying? Listening to mm -hmm. Common. Just with my parents and all of that, and then I remember when I got to high school, the the uh, really one of the one of the uh, when I really fell in love with the Chicago music scene was around the time Acid Rap happened. I remember mm. that was the first time I listened to to uh, to uh, Chance the Rapper, and that's what got me into his catalog. And around the same time, I started listening to Lil Herb as well. And uh, really, that's when I started making music. I was sixteen. Yeah. I was I was fifteen, sixteen at that time. When or uh, actually fourteen. I started making music two years later, but that but that was when my 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 uh my uh <laughs> my interest was peaked. That's <laughs> hard. That's hard. Young cats doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's also an era where you guys like the, the tools are kind of there. Like I'm saying, we have yeah, laptops, the phones, like all that shit's available. And of course, you got Yay. You know what I'm saying? He's always been a been a been a, been a influence musically, sonically to me, and you can probably hear that in the music as well. But uh, and then you know Twister, of course. When I when I when, when I get in a certain bags, you know that's that's where that that's that's where some of that come from. And honestly, I try to keep I try to keep an ear open for everything. 
Uh, I mean, are you out west or out south, Chicago? Right now, I'm out south. I'm in uh, High Park. Baby. For sure, for sure. Uh, that's dope, man. And, and it's, it's dope for Chicago to keep putting on dope artists. Um, I got to ask you this question. It's a question I like to ask many people. Um, if you had to, to go back to your to, to to pretty much discuss your origin story, right? You 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 created a movie around your origin story. You know what I'm saying the upbringing of Simba P to who you are now, right? What what's an album that you grew up with that you will use as a soundtrack for that for that uh, that moment in life? Mm. Man, definitely. Man, like when I got to college and I was started the journey of like discovering self mm-hmm. for real. For real. I would say what was most comparable was probably Good Kid, Mad City. Just the, especially just like kind of like wise, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just the concept of it, like a kid really trying to go through, you know what I'm saying? For real. Get it, get it through all, get through all this shit. And you got your homies peer pressure, and you, you got all this other shit in the hood, right. just, 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 just going on, and you just trying to get in where you fit in, and shit pop off. For real. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like that though. That's that. Uh, I would definitely say Good Kid, Man. So, that's a classic. It's, it's, a, it's a great, great choice. It's a great choice. Can't go wrong. That's, that's a, actually a whole story. It's, per, it's perfect. Perfect for the answer. Perfect. Story. Kendrick did it too. And after I heard, after I to your music, I, I hear like a lot of influence. I, I can tell like a lot of influences, like, not influences, but like it's not necessarily a specific, you know, a specific sound. You, you pretty much touch a lot of bases with your sound. Yeah. Very, very, very dope artist. Very, um, very original sounding ways, but it's also not strictly like just rapping. You're not just you're not rapping for it. It's rapping and singing. It's a lot. It's a lot of elements to your music. Yeah. And uh, we're in this culture today, with music, especially with hip hop being the genre, like all music, pretty much has a piece of hip hop in it, in a, in a sense. Yeah. So it's kind of like brought this almost genreless era to music. Um, how, how do you feel about the new sounds in music today? Man, I feel like it's something that people have had trouble getting used to for a long time. Yeah. I also feel like it's change is always necessary in the game. Absolutely. How approach changes is is what we should think about more so than anything. But I personally feel like it was gonna get like this either way. You know what I'm saying? That's it, real. it was it was it was it was bound to happen because of the simple fact of like you said, hip hop is in everything. Everybody loves hip hop. We gravitate white, black, yep. and Asian. It don't matter if you if if you if you alive, you you vibing <laughs> that right. vibing to that to that to that to that baseline. You know what I'm saying? Like it's there is it's just an undeniable thing. And I really love the fact that you can't go nowhere without hearing hip hop. I love that hip hop is is in a sense pop. I guess you know what I'm saying. I guess. Absolutely. That might be an unpopular thing to say, but, but yeah, sure. When I say I, when I say I love it, bro, we got the we got the influence, we got the ear. No matter how you slice it, we have the ear, and that's something to celebrate. Right. So I'm, I was just telling somebody recently, like, man, I remember hip hop was. I mean, I'm, I'm 31, so like hip hop when I was growing up was I'm saying it was still kind of niche. Like it wasn't like people were still kind of saying it was the blame for all the street violence. And now everything is hip hop. It's crazy to me. It's crazy how. Yeah. I'm saying and it's beautiful to see as well. Like we, we pretty much made society accept us, and now they have to be a part of. It. I'm saying that you have to you have to tolerate us because we are the culture. Exactly. It's dope. It's, it's dope Hip hop is spiritual, man. Hip hop is like a religion. Hundred percent. And if you know, if you know, if you know, if you know the elements, it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a practice. It's a lifestyle. Hundred so, percent. And like 
And, and I, I hope you don't take offense, but while I hear music, I, I do hear, it does remind me of like, of course, we have the, the Cuddies, we have the Travis Scott's, we have the, the artists out here who, who can rap, but at the same time, just make something that's just different than the typical. Yeah, I, 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 I had to appreciate that as well because I look at hip hop. I think I think about how hip hop has evolved. And I remember when it was a mumble rap era and everyone was bashing that, but as time has grown, that mumble the mumble rap has kind of evolved and merged and created something that's completely different now with Dirk and Lil Baby yeah. and these sounds that are the coach. It's it's the frequencies, man. It's the vibe yeah, that, man. that that it, it gives you. Sometimes it's a feeling like. I'm glad you mentioned Cuddy and Travis Scott because those are also two of my two of my uh, two of my inspirations. People I people I people I pull from people I uh, who have inspired me to to create in in general. I remember the first time I was listening to Birds in the Trap, uh, and I and I and I got to that through the late night track, and I'm hearing Cuddy just mm, 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 mm. I'm nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> just freaking, Something, bro. Like this is hard. <laughs> And, and the fact that he kept going with it, even listening to his shit now, the like the newer shit, bro, like yeah, man. I, 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 I love that shit because it gives a different frequency, a different sound. It gives you a feeling that that that's new, that's different. I'm I pride myself on being so versatile and being being so in and out of genres because of the simple fact I like to push barriers. I don't like. I don't want to be. I don't want to fit into one box. And if you cool with that, that's that's you. You know what I'm saying? But absolutely. And I like. I like to. I like to break out of that shit. I can't be contained. <laughs> and it's it's important because me, like I grew up. I'm saying like in the blog era, I was super into Cole and Kendrick. And the fact, like I never would have guessed in a million years that Cole would be double time guy, and he's bodying that. So everyone has to evolve. The coach has to continue to evolve. It's really important, man. So it's great to hear you say that. Um, amongst the, amongst the artists of today, like your peers, um, people that you consider influences, what's the, what's what's your favorite album right now in twenty twenty one outside outside of uh, your own camp? Man, you said outside of my own camp, like yeah, outside, outside of your camp. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, right now, artists who I've really really been fucking with, like uh, I've been having that shit on repeat. They be king, man. They've mm. been going fucking crazy. Melodic blue. But the melodic blue is such a great yeah. album to me. Yeah. Man. Like you top of bottom, I can't, I can't stop. <laughs> like, did that. like, like dog, and yeah, man, yeah. How about how about um artists um of your camp or around the city? Uh, artists of my camp right now. I'm definitely, but I've definitely been blasting seasons by seasons for for man. That's on that's on repeat as well. Shout out to clever and truth for sure. Big shout out to my mothers, man. Big shout out to them. Absolutely, and, man. And shout out to the pain too, my hometown. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the pain. Shout out to the pain. Hey, and, and, and with that, like we might as well go and skip ahead because, like, of course, this year, before we get to this year, last year you dropped the project, make it out, mm-hmm. uh, make it out. I just listened to it, like I said, the last couple of weeks, fire, bro. Like, real top to bottom, a nice dynamic of sound. Did what eight, nine tracks, like. Real smooth, real smooth. Listen and um, talk. Talk to me about like, how how it was making that tr- making this project and dropping it in the midst of a pandemic, and uh, especially when you you're, you're such a performative artist. I feel like it's like I'm, I'm interested <laughs> to see how how that, how, that, how that treated you, how, how that felt for you. Man, it was weird, bro. It was a weird time for everybody. Everyone <laughs> was trying to adjust, and like I had just started getting booked for shows. <laughs> I was pissed. I was I was hurt, and 
honestly, I was going through a real turbulent time of my life yeah. uh, throughout that anyway. And I try to, and I've been very open with my music and uh, very real. open uh, about my life and what inspires me through it. So like, man, I was definitely like going through it because I was robbed by like one of my, a guy I like really, you know, really, really trusted, thought I could trust, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, you know, like one of the reasons why I left, you know what I'm saying? Because I just didn't want to be involved in certain shit no more. Didn't want to be caught up in a mix of a lot of things. I had too much going on. So, man, so like in that move, being taken in by Mother Nature and the great thinkers, that was an amazing thing. But I was also coping with a lot of coping with the loss of like, I guess, like the old life that I used to know. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I don't, I'm not I'm not back home no more. I'm in Chicago now for my other family did, you know what I'm saying? The other half of my biological family and I like to say my spiritual family, you know what I'm saying? So with that being said, I was going through a spiritual awakening, basically. And what Make It Out represented was definitely like going through those shockers. If, 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 if people just tapped into that, you know what I'm saying? And uh, achieving like that higher self. And that's why it's seven tracks because mm because of uh, because of that each track is a different is a different it's supposed to represent a different chakra which also represents a different mm. which also represents a different feeling you know what i'm saying it's, that's why it starts off kind of like heavy feeling and then it gets a lighter it gets lighter as it goes on because i'm it's 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 like i'm breaking myself down to build myself up you know what i'm saying making it out of the old situations to become something better, making it out of these old toxic ass mindsets that I used to think and I used to practice, making it out of my old hometown into into and going into this world and seeing this whole new side of things that I've never seen before. It's, 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 it represents the transition. And, and what's the hometown again one more time? The hometown? Champaign, Illinois, about two hours. Oh. And during, yeah, that, during that pandemic time, man, like, it was cool because I had the thinkers with me throughout that whole time period. Yeah. We were all living together. We was all together. So That's it was dope. like so so like it was super creative. I had the help of them to like coach me with a lot of with, with a lot of the uh, the music side of things. And we were although we couldn't really get no shows, you know what I'm saying? For for real, for real, we were definitely doing like digital shows, yeah. virtual shows and things like that. It was cool. It was definitely cool, but I didn't like that shit. I, I need out in front of me i like to be yeah. people <laughs> and, and talk to people <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i'm very so i mean and it, and it was weird because i couldn't push the music i didn't know how to push the music like i like 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 uh like i do now and i was also learning through that too learning how to market things learning how to represent a brand and really getting into the business really getting down to the nitty-gritty of the business side of things you know what i'm For saying sure. mastering that creative half and the business half of it so really make it out was just a very big transitional piece in my life and man i i love making that project so i hope everybody else enjoys listening to it and, and, and we, we look back in retrospect as we um i don't want to say we out the pandemic because i'm saying it's just still out there but like yeah. now that we are in a more open uh state of mind like do you how, how do you feel like you you've done in in that transition period of mm -hmm. i'm saying understanding yourself spiritually um getting, getting out of that situation dropping the project and now in a position now where you can, you know, do more. I, I, how are you feeling about it now? I feel like the pandemic gave a lot of us time. 
Mm. Gave a lot of us time to tap into self. Gave us a lot. Gave a lot of us time to prepare uh, to what we were going to do when we come out of it. And I feel like what the pandemic made me and I think the rest of the thinkers do is use that time wisely. You know what I'm saying? I, I had to create because if I didn't create, I wasn't going to feel right. I had to tap into self and and meditate and and think a little differently than what I than than what I would because. Certain things just I'm not trying to come out of this, come out of this. I'm not trying, I'm not trying to take with me. You know what I'm saying? I can't sure. take certain shit with me. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah. And um, and we've mentioned the name The Thinkers a few times. And if you if you're familiar with this podcast, you heard me uh, big up Mother Nature a few times, two dope um artists from the city. Um tell tell us what the great what the, what the great thinkers are. I know you guys dropped the project this year, uh, the uh, Thinkers Only Volume One. Tell me what t- tell us what the uh, the great thinkers are and what you guys represent. We are a multimedia collective, man. The great thing is our multimedia collective of multiple <laughs> different types of creatives. Uh, we have painters, we have graphic designers. We all wear different kind of hats, and we consist of multiple people. It's been a, a it's been a, a growth of ten years with this, with this, with this, mm. with this company. You know what I'm saying? With with the great thinkers, uh, I'm just now. Uh, a part of it for the past year and a half now. And basically, man, we do a lot of different things, such as the Great Cypher, you know what I'm saying? That's uh, something where we get the community together. We have a location and uh, we all come out and we spit bars, man. Like, when I'm talking uh, bars, people bring a A game, man. I have to check that out. I have to check that out. That's hard. And, uh, but yeah, man, we were founded by Great Rock and, uh, and uh, Jay Moses, you know what I'm saying? Uh, two, two, two people back, two people down from the two one seven champagne ran to it. You know what I'm saying, and uh, you know Danville, all that, that whole, that whole area. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, man, they started this shit ten years ago, mm-hmm. and then Jeff Coons came along. You know what I'm saying. Then we had, then you had Gray Sky. You know, Truth came, Clev came. You know what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's a lot of, it's, it's a lot of different. Man, it's a thinkerverse. Yeah, that, that, that's the that's the thinkerverse. I like that. Like, it, to be honest with you, it would take forever to tell the entire story because there's so many pieces and so sure. many layers as to how it all happened. So sure. the great thing is, is a multimedia collective who not only make music but we do productions. Man, we are we are we are trying to sustain a new culture. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Push the culture that is that is here further and shift it in a in a way that's 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 healthy and you know sustainable for black folks everywhere. <laughs> very very dope. Uh, and, and walk me through the creation of uh Thinkers Only Volume One. How how was that creative process for you yeah. as an artist? Uh, did you feel like you became better through that process? Walk me through yeah. it. Man, so the process of Thinkers Only, we was really just getting it in when we could type of shit. Like we would schedule like certain days to where we would, you know, sit down and work in the studio. You know what I'm saying? I think it was every Sunday we finna get in the studio. You know what I'm saying? And we finna and we and we finna record. And working with, you know, Jeff, Truth, Sky, Clev, HK, our producer, you know what I'm saying? And Jay Moses, it's it's these are people that are all from my hometown that 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 are that are 
on some whole other shit when it comes to this spitter shit, man. Like, so it's mm-hmm. me like being the being being the youngest. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, I gotta keep up. <laughs> sure. So like, yeah, man, I would definitely say it made me better because I pulled from all of them. You know what I'm saying? They I learned something from all of them. And they all learned something from me. And we and that's how it is, and that's how and that's how and that's a dynamic that's been happening before before I ever came, before I ever became a part of the great thinkers. You know what you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they all already had their own dynamic where they would build off of each other and they would, you know, finish each other. You know, what, man, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, sure, it is, chemistry, yeah, chemistry, real. Chemistry is crazy. So like now, now you know what I'm saying. Since the first, since we did the uh, uh, thinkers, uh, thinkers volume one, and now working on more music together to, and, and doing shows together and whatnot, the chemistry for me has picked up because I'm keeping up, but it, but in their eyes, they were like, man, you was already keeping up type of thing. So I'm like, man, I'm just, I don't, mm-hmm. I guess I didn't know <laughs> right, <real shit>. how, <laughs> how much I was already there. And they made me, they made me better because they pushed me in a sense of, you know, you should do this more with your afflictions and your voice. You should, mm-hmm. you should, you should, you should do this. You should do this more, you know, sing more and all this other stuff, push yourself. And they've been doing that since I was 16, though. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's 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 crazy because like I would talk about how aligned we we all were as thinkers already before we ever even knew it. Like, sure. like thing like like for example, man, me, Jeff, HK, we was all part of the same Boy Scout troop growing up. Man, it's crazy. Know that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't know that they was they they a little bit older than I am. Right. Oh, so so they was like almost done with it by the time I came in, and and to come back, had I come back around full circle, I'm like, man, me and Sky are cousins. I didn't know that till. Yeah, <laughs> so the thinker verse, the thinker verse is real. The verse is real, bro. <laughs> That's like, crazy. I was already, I felt all. So the chemistry was already there before before I even got there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, she was she was in the stars. You know what I'm saying? It just felt so aligned, man. And yeah, so, and, um. And what's also dope about your music, listening to Make It Out especially, uh, you kind of also have elements of, uh, I hate to say the term, I guess, but drill. Drill was also like a little bit in your sound. Um, Don't, you ain't got to hate it. I love it. It's cool. For sure. For <laughs> sure. But like, uh, I, 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 hate, I hate that. I hate the term drill because I hate dice and hip hop into subgenres for real. But I'm going to do it in this in this segment real quick. Just I want to get your take on this real quick. As far as, hip, as Chicago hip hop goes, it's always interests me how Chicago drill sounds always kind of been in the forefront of Chicago rather than the quote unquote conscious sound has like you know, the pivot games, the save monies, the, yeah. the the free nations, like th- those groups kind of as great as they are, they don't get as much attention as I feel like as the drill artists get as an artist yourself who kind of plays, you can you kind of play a sound in both, in both realms. How does that feel to you as an artist and a fan of the music? There's, there is a necessity for both. In, right. in in a lot of in a lot of different ways. I respect drill because the shit that they talk about is real life. Mm. It's like if, if you wanna if you want if you want to take it there, it's kind of like how a lot of my, how 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 a lot of people looked at NWA when they first when they first came out. You know what I'm saying? Reality raps. You dig? It's a new. It's really just a new form of. It's really just a newer form of reality raps. If we keeping it, if we keeping it, if we keeping it a hundred percent, you gotta and you have to respect that because that's what they see when they look out their window. You know? I'll be at the same time. 
you do got to tell people how to get through that type of shit. You can't just mm. talk about it and because then it does look like you're glorifying it. You feel me? That's that's the beauty and the maturation of Herbo. Like what Herbo has become is super. That's definitely what you what you just spoke of. That's what Herbo is kind of doing now. It's really yeah, that's why I appreciate her. That's why you know what I'm saying even even I even 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 Dirk still like yeah Dirk people, too for sure. people, they. Oh man, because my mama even asked me a question today. <laughs> she was like, uh, "Now that you, now that you're starting to get influence, of being become becoming influential, does that affect what you say in your music and how mm. you're making your music?" And I'm like, mm. and I and it and I got stuck honestly <laughs> because because man, it was like you got to find a balance between between that. You got to find you got to find a balance in that. Uh, I gotta say what's real and what's happening in the streets for real because I can't sugarcoat this and I can't lie about this. But I also have to tell you how to get through this stuff and tell you yeah. and, and tell and let you know that, you know, like there is a higher piece to this. You feel me? So it is. And that's why, and that's why, and that's why I appreciate uh, her for shit like PTSD, that whole, that whole, that, yeah, whole, uh, that whole thing that he had was, was yeah, concept, yeah. That is some real shit. <laughs> that is some real. real niggas is out here traumatized like we at war because we it's a war zone. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's like that. So it's 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 necessary. It's necessary to keep that balance. And that's why I love drill music. And that's why I love conscious music. And kind of what 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 the thinkers do in general. We shoot, we call it we call it like spiritual trap, man. Like spiritual mm, trap. It's spiritual like trap. That. I like that a lot. Like it's, that we gonna if we if we if we gonna if we gonna have we gonna call it a subgenre we gonna call it that you know what I'm saying 100%. that's the importance to me as a as a fan as a spectator of conglomerates collectives like uh the great thing is because what you just said right when when it comes to the drill sound when it comes to NWA sound Fifty Cent sound whatever gangster rap sound you wanna would wanna bring up from any past era um it's dope when it's authentic but once I'm saying once I'm saying the, the pop culture gets a hold of it and it goes from the authentic sound to people using it and and being fake with it and trying to monetize it and just glorify it. That's when it gets really sketchy. But conglomerates and collectives like Great Thinkers, Pivot Gang, any 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 other art form, any other group or artists that can show the, the opposite end of that spectrum, it gives it gives that balance and kind of gets rid of those who just use that sound that even though it's gangster rap, they're not necessarily living that lifestyle. They're just using that sound. It kind of cancels them out, which is which I, which I appreciate artists like y'all. Very yeah, important. You gotta realize even gangsters got a code. <laughs> even gangsters got a code, man. And you always say the ones who ain't the gangsters, they don't got a code. Takashi. Takashi. But yeah, man. <laughs> and, um, and, and as you prepare for uh for more for more performances coming up for you, um, what is more entertaining for you or more enjoyable for you as an artist, as a performing artist? Uh actually being on stage with the fans or creating that visual art piece, that, that music video. Man, uh ooh, to be honest with you, I love, love, love to perform, bro. That is my shit. I, I love to get on stage and to interact with people. And and to have them and to make them want to put their hands up and dance and 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 jump and jump around and forget and forget that they fucking exist for a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, like that shit is fun to me, bro. But even then, like I do like 
putting together concepts and I'm a very conceptual person. I like, I like to have a cohesive story and all that stuff. So when it comes to putting together visuals and aspects and things like that, I haven't been, this is really good. Now, now I'm really about to start. This is the first time I'm really going to be starting to drop visuals like that because now I have, you know, a team, actual team behind mm-hmm. me. So it's like, so it's like, it gets meticulous, and that's why sometimes it can get. I can, I can be a little turned off by it, but with the performance thing, I know what I'm doing. I get up there, I show the fuck out, and and, and you know I rehearse all that all of that other shit. But it's so fun because man, it's like a totally different high when you up there, bro. Right. It's like it's it's and it's and it's just and it's and it's just the energy that the people give me because I feel the love. You know what I'm saying? And sure. I try to and I and I and I'm giving out love. So. And, that's that's performing for sure. <laughs> um, and you guys as a collective perform thinkers only yet? Uh, we have done trash and thinkers only, man. We have done trash. That's how. That's how. And, and I was I, I was the crowds um, embraced that. Man, when we did that Wicked Park Fest, that's how. That shit was smack. I, <laughs> I, I, I I loved it, man. I loved it. We 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 did thinkers only shit. We did some Mother Nature shit. We did some D A. D A is a uh, Jeff Collins and Gray Sky. Uh, we did some D A shit, and we did one of my tracks as well, man. And yeah. you know, the crowd, but the energy that they was giving, woo, that's dope. That's man, dope. I, I need. I, I want to recreate it every day. I wish I could so, like that every day. <laughs> so so what's next? What's next in, in your goal list as far as music goes? Making making more solo projects, another thinkers project. What's 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 in the cards for you next? Um, as you gear up for twenty twenty two, I am definitely working on. Uh, I'm definitely I'm definitely planning to release an EP uh, here very soon. And after, right. that, I'm, I, after that, I'll be releasing an LP. Um, for sure, because I mean, you do got a big single right now that is smacking, bro. That Space Jam go crazy. Love, brother, love. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, merch as well, merchandise as well. We're gonna have a couple merch thing, merch items dropping. Your record Space Jam is better than the entire Space Jam 2 movie, bro. Good job about that, bro. You did a great job. That means a lot. <laughs> I mean, does it? I'm saying, does it? I'm saying. <laughs> it's a great record. It's a great record. That's just a bad movie. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. It's not that good. You're born bogus for that, bro. Oh, man. It's not that good. I enjoyed it for what it was. I yeah, for sure. I, I, I enjoyed it. I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I was if I was seven, I might like it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I was a kid, I would have loved it. <laughs> um, but like as far as like music, uh, I know you guys also have a lot going on as far as apparel goes. Anything else in apparel coming on for you? Say that one more time. Anything coming up for uh, for for other thinkers or yourself as far as apparel or merch goes? Anything coming up? I'm definitely gonna be releasing uh, merch for uh, for my uh, EP and uh, LP coming out soon called As Above So Below. Um, we do have great thinker merch for sale right now. Mm. Um, so definitely please go cop that at the greatthinkers.com. You know what I'm saying? You got GR8. Yes, sir. That's D-G-R-H-T-H-I-N-K-A-Z.com. And where else can they follow you? Find your music. Please uh, pl- please plug yourself with this time, man. I appreciate you. Man, man, you can find me on all platforms at I am underscore Simba P. You know what I'm saying? You can find my collective at DGR8. Thinkers with a Z. That's T H I N K A Z. Man, 
really you can you can find my links on there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, man. That's right. We'll be coming soon. So dope, man. Hey, run, bro. Music up, man. So, so appreciate you coming on the platform, man. Your music is dope. I can't look. I can't look forward enough to to see what's up next for you, bro. Definitely gonna be tapped in. Don't be crazy, man. We definitely, we definitely gonna be a definitely, definitely expect a, some more from the thinkers as well. A lot. E. Some big announcements with big announcements. E. Y'all heard it here first, man. Some, some big announcement with the thinkers coming soon. I appreciate you, bro, man. Uh, thank you very much for coming on the show as always, man. Stay Love good you, in the hood. Love, my bro. Love, brother. Thank you for having me, man. For real, you asked some amazing fire questions. Dope ass conversation, man. Hey, man. You know, I try. <laughs>